Welcome to Working for Women, the independent women's forum podcast, where we are changing the conversation about women and public policy for the better. Hello, my name is Patrice Maluka, and I'm a senior policy analyst at the Independent Women's Forum. Welcome to our listeners. Now this week, kids will be donning yellow scarves nationwide to celebrate School Choice Week. School choice frees kids nationwide from being limited to failing or underperforming schools and expands their choices to public and private alternatives. Uh, As a kid who grew up in the inner city, I know how important having choice in, in your education is. So this is a good time for us to look at how Washington is empowering parents to invest in their children's education. Parents should be pleasantly surprised that the tax reform bill passed in December includes mutuals for them to do so. Now, our guest for today's program is Rosemary Becky, a partner at the law firm of McGuire Woods, um, where she counsels on a broad array of regulatory and legislative issues. Uh, She has an emphasis on tax and financial matters. Uh, Now, Rosemary has been involved with charitable endeavors, um, including helping area young people, and she's chairman of the board of Running Start, which is dedicated to getting more women elected to public office. She's a tax guru and a frequent cable network's favorite, and she's going to walk us through the changes to education savings plans. So, Rosemary, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Awesome. Tell us about your background and and, and what, what you're doing, particularly with young women. Sure. Um, As you pointed out, um, I am a tax lawyer, and I specialize in tax policy matters. Um, So I help clients um, advocate both at the um, federal uh, legislative as well as regulatory levels um, for various tax proposals. Um, And with respect to running start, as you mentioned, I'm now actually... uh, chair of of Running Start, but Running Start is really dedicated to helping um, give young women the skills they need to run for office. You could think of it as we create the pipeline for future leaders. Now, that is terrific. Um, You know, I I think it's it's impressive to get young women um, who want to to make a difference um, into public service. Uh, but I think before we can even get them into that pipeline, we, we want to make sure that they have a good education. And I think that's exactly. where a, a discussion about college savings plans, yeah, comes into play. So before we get to them, though, I, I read that you actually worked on the legislation that created these 529 plans. Can you explain to us what 529s are um, and, and, and how that kind of legislation came about or that process came about? Sure, I would love to. Yes, um, while working at the Senate Finance Committee, I had uh, the distinct pleasure of working with then Chairman uh, Roth from Delaware and other members of the Senate, including our our leader McConnell, um, on putting together the first first round of legislation and creating the 529 plans. Um, We did that back in 1996. And really what is a 529 plan is, it's a tax advantage savings plan that helps families save for future um, qualified higher education expenses. So within a 529 account, your your monies grow tax-free and and they can then be used to pay for higher education costs at eligible institutions. 
And and the wonderful thing about them as well is there's two types of plans that exist out there. There are ones that allow you to treat it as simple savings account where you put money into the account on a regular basis. Or there's also what's referred to as a prepaid program, which allows you to prepay your college expenses today um, and and at today's rate on a tax-free basis. So they're a wonderful program that's been put in place. Um, In addition, just to mention, is that in some instances, other states also provide additional state tax um, um, benefits to these plans as well. Terrific. So so we know that there are changes that have been made to 529 plans um, coming out of the tax reform bill. Can you walk us through what those changes are? And, and I'm really excited because I think this is going to be it's going to benefit a lot of families. Yes, um, one of the biggest changes that was made is now is that it now allows the law now allows you to save um, for elementary and secondary school expenses in your 529 plan. And you can save for um, public, private, or religious institution expenses. You are allowed to um, save up to $10,000 a year. Um, So in essence, um, in your 529 plan, the way it's drafted and the way it's written is that you are allowed to pull out up to $10,000 per year and, and apply it towards your elementary or secondary expenses. Um, There's some other changes that were also made to 529 plans, and those changes um, involve um, ABLE accounts. And and if you're not familiar with an ABLE account, basically an ABLE account lets parents of special needs children um, access um, tax advantage savings accounts. And they can use the funds in these ABLE accounts to pay for a range of expenses, including housing and long-term health care for disabled children. Um, And what what the the new law that was enacted at the end of um, 2017 does, it allows people to roll monies that are already in their existing 529 plans to the ABLE accounts. there's some other um, changes that are made as well. It also allows um, a someone to apply for a saver's credit and obtain a credit on their tax return for a contribution to an ABLE account. And then finally, what it also does, it, it allows um, those who are working beneficiaries of an ABLE account, um, those who are already have a job, it allows them to put in additional monies into their ABLE account on top of monies that maybe say a parent or a grandparent put into those accounts. So that's that's the um, that's the the realm of all the different changes that have been made in the context of 529 um, accounts. That's great. So I'm hearing. Uh, for, first of all, uh, it, 529 accounts can be applied, money can be applied to K through 12 education, which is fantastic if you 
you know, our, our zone for a school that's underperforming and you want to be able to send your child to maybe a private school or a Catholic school that's not too far, but you'd have to pay out of pocket. So that's really good. And then also um, helping, uh, you know, pay for the educations and the housing costs and the long-term costs for students who are disabled. So I think these are really, really, really powerful uh, changes in our tax code that's, that are going to help families. Uh, and so I think what's interesting, though, is unfortunately, this doesn't get told in the news media. Um, we, we've seen how uh, the tax reform bill was, you know, um, was demonized overall. Uh, and, and it's been hard to try to get out the message of some of these benefits. So I think one of the criticisms of 529 plans is, is um, that they are they only benefit certain types of families or certain types of parents, like wealthy families. So how would, Rosemary, how would you respond to that criticism? These accounts are for everyone. And I think that that is so important to remember. This allows people to save on a regular basis um, for education. I mean, you can start a 529 account for as little as $25 into that savings account, and you can set it up to make regular deposits into the account or or put monies in when, when they're available. Um, I know in my own instance, I now have a 16-year-old that will be going to college shortly. And since, since these were enacted um, and since she was before, born, I've been putting money every single month into these accounts. And, and I have a nice little nest egg now to help her go to college. And that's really important and really powerful for families. And it's also helped, I believe, you know, cut back on the needs for student debt when, when families are able to save in this manner. I will tell you from a personal experience, I borrowed over $100,000 for my education, and I had to pay it over years and years, and it, 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 that can be hard. Um, and, and again, this allows everyone, all families, there's no income levels on, on these accounts, and it allows them to, to save because really, you never know what's going to happen in life. And, and so you don't want to limit these based on people's income. You want everybody to have the same ability to save for the future. Uh, that, that is a fantastic response. You know, I, I love that. And, and I will just I will join you in the, uh, in the big student loan debt um, uh, group. I have over $80,000 in student loan debt. And I, and I you know, I wish that uh, there were these types of vehicles, you know, available to my parents or that they knew about them so that they could have put money away. That's something that, you know, we are, my family, we're now taking advantage of. But I'm glad you dispelled that notion that it is not just for wealthy families, it's for all families. And that, $25 low bar, you know, is a great starting point for anybody to be able to put money aside. Um, so, you know, I, I think we'd, I'd just love to see if there are any other um, benefits that you also saw for families, you know, in the, in the tax reform plan. Uh, we know that the, the child tax credit has been expanded, really doubled. Um, we know the standard deduction has been doubled, and I think it's great for single um, heads of households um, who are going to have, you know, more money taken off the tax from Uncle Sam, you know, more of their money taken off of the, um, uh, more of their money that they're able to keep and not be seen taxed away from them. But are there other things that you would like to highlight that came out of the tax reform bill? You know, the other thing I, I would just highlight is, is also um, the lower rates that have been put in place for businesses um, and, and businesses, um, both large businesses and small businesses. I mean, those are so important because at the end of the day, 
that allows employers um, to put more money um, back into their business. And whether they're buying additional equipment or they're hiring, it really it, it enables um, them to, to grow our economy and, and to really help families more because the more jobs we create, the more we put back into the economy, you know, the more families um, will benefit as a whole. Terrific. I, I think I couldn't have said it better than you said it just now. Um, I think the Americans should really, families should really be pleased with the tax reform bill um, when it comes to promoting education for families of all income levels, when it comes to creating jobs and opportunities. I think we can, there, there's a lot for us to look forward to um, as the bill goes into effect this year and, and, and in the years to come. So, Rosemary, thank you for breaking down 529 plans and some of the, the benefits that we're seeing with the changes in, um, from tax reform. I know that you're a busy lady, so thank you so much. And I hope you'll come back and join us again. I would love to. Thank you. All right. Thank you to our listeners. As we say at the Independent Women's Forum, all issues are women's issues. And so we're proud to bring you common sense perspectives from women like you and me. Um, We hope you'll be back uh, to listen to our next program. Thank you. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please give it a thumbs up, share it on social media, or stop by IWF.org for similar content.